This is a shock podcast. Shock. Films. They usually tell a lot more than what you see and hear on screen. Have you ever overanalyzed a film and compared it with another just because you think they can actually be better? Here on Unraveling Film Rules, I'm your host Izwin. We will analyze two films per episode. Films that come from the same genre, have the same category, yet they're so different but still similar. Are award-winning films really award-worthy or they don't actually live up to the hype when you watch it? For moviegoers and cinephiles, this is a podcast for you. Welcome to Unraveling Film Rolls. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Unraveling Film Rolls. We're back another week comparing two films, and today I have a guest in the studio. Last week we had a different guest, and today we have one of my closest friends, uh, my partner in crime. I do literally everything and anything with her. We go everywhere together. This is Jazz. Hi, I'm Jazz, and I am her partner in crime. I guess. <laughs> you want to talk a little bit about yourself? What are your interests? Um, uh, my interests. I like hiking. I like watching movies and also analyzing them. Yeah, I mean, we like analyzing songs, films. We do it together. Let's dive into the podcast. As mentioned, we usually compare two films, and usually they have kind of like the same theme, the same idea, the same concept. And this week, I have decided to talk about two film, two book adaptations in our episode today. And the first one is Room, and the other film is Where the Crowdacks Sing. So Room was a film that came out in 2015, and Where the Crowdacks Sing came out last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think a lot of people are gonna be. Like oh what like what's the similarity between them both? Like Room is focused on it's a drama film directed by Lenny Abrahamson based on a book by Emma Donahue of the same name, which is Room. It was released in 2015, as mentioned. And in the film, Brie Larson plays a young woman whom was held captive by her kidnapper for seven years. The kidnapper and Joy, that's the name of Brie Larson's character, they have a son together who was seven in the film and was born in captivity. It tells the story of their life being captive and as well as the story of how they escape and how they adapt it when they're out into the real world after the other film the way the crowd sing is a 2022 mystery drama film based on a novel of the same name which was written by Delia Owens it is actually Delia's first book i start Daisy Edgar Jones it told the story of a girl that was abandoned by her family had an abusive father whom was uh, her name of the character in the film is Kaya so Kaya is a prime suspect of a murder and was tried to court for it uh, while well abandoned Kaya managed to raise herself in North Carolina wasteland and became a naturalist in the process. So Jazz, what do you think of the film Room? When you were watching it, what was your emotion like? There was anger, there was, I guess, sympathy. From what I remember, I was angry at a certain point. I was also almost crying. You can talk about, okay, because we watched Where the Crowd Had Sing together and we can talk about <laughs> the almost crying part later. Yeah, and then I was also kind of just like, impressed at times as well 
thinking about how I would feel like if I were her, Brie yeah. Larson. What's her name? Joy. Joy. Why did it cause anger? Were you angry at like her situation or like what happened to her because she wanted to help, right? With the dog of the guy that kidnapped her. Yeah. Were you angry at her? Were you angry at the kidnapper? No, I, wasn't, like? I wasn't angry at her, but I was angry a little bit with the mom because after she got out of captivity, she kind of became, I wouldn't say bitter, but more, more angry, I think. Like yeah. More... I don't know if she was resentful. Maybe she was because she missed out on so much of her life and trying to like cope with having freedom again. Yeah. And she was so used to not having freedom and having being told what to do, not having yeah. to think about what to do for herself. Yeah. So maybe she was um, overwhelmed with that freedom. So she was just lashing out. So I was angry at her for that. Yeah. During the movie because I, I was I was still watching it and uh, afterwards when. I kind of just sat and thought about the movie again. I, I think I became less angry because I kind yeah. of understand. Not understand, but I kind of see where she's coming from, I guess. Yeah. I think for me, it was like no one understood how she felt like because that's not, that's not a situation you hear about people facing all the time, especially having a kid in captivity. Like, Room has to be one of my favorite films of all time. Like, I remember when I like, first dated anyone ever, I'd be like, have you ever watched Room? Because that is my favorite film of all time. I have to say, it was one of those films that I would come back to every few years and just like, I want to feel the emotion of sadness. But then now, I watched where the crowd is sing and it's like you know what I go through the same emotions as watching Room when I watch where the crowd is sing however I when I watched Room sometimes like if I'm feeling a bit like down or I feel like the world feels a bit like a box I go back to remembering reading the book how my emotions was and how Jack and Joy was living through that life right so whenever I, I go through like moments where in life I'm like it feels like I don't have much to go but then I remember them and then I'm like but and it's fiction the real people weren't really like Joy and Jack but like the story itself is fiction I know it has happened in real life I think the real woman that actually was kidnapped and then like impregnated when she was in captivity had like three kids three kids impregnated by her own father the world that we live in but yeah I go back and then I think about how Joy and Jack had to survive and the thing is Jack never knew the outside world like that to me was like if anything I should just accept that the world is actually bigger than how I feel right now I always go back to the film and how it makes me feel then it says remember that like you know there's so much more to life because for some people they don't have the same thing as me right now like even though I feel stuck but then it's just like I remember that film like you know what Jack has never experienced the real world and then that to me it's like a bit of a push for me like you know I don't have it that bad I go through that every few years I bought the film because I can't watch it anywhere I had to buy it so I bought it on YouTube but I can't buy it anymore now like Jess was asking me where can I go and watch this I'm yeah, like you can't I, I haven't seen it in a while and I want to watch it just to like remind myself of the feeling of watching it again um, but no I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere literally nowhere I mean unless you watch it illegally and uh, though we yeah. don't encourage that please don't. don't don't watch it illegally um let's just pray that they'll put it somewhere uh back on like streaming services start a petition for that yeah well i wonder why so talking about like being excluded from the whole world another person also kind of had the same experience but it's like it's not by choice joy didn't have a choice it's not like not by choice i don't know how to explain it it's like joy didn't have a choice but kaya had a choice it's just that the world didn't want to accept her I, right she she did try to go out into the 
world like uh, when she um, wanted to go to school remember like the, the class that she went to and then um, everyone was just making fun of her and obviously wasn't accepting her yeah which was sad and mean I know and the thing I don't know if you remember that like those people were the same people that like were Chase Andrews friends yeah Chase Andrews friend and I think Chase himself actually made yeah. fun of her well, as well no I remember I don't know if he did I don't know if he was in that class when uh, they were making fun of her but she was crossing the road and remember there was a boy like two boys or something oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah one of them was Chase Andrews yeah one yeah. of them was Chase Andrews and he just basically uh, mocked her like just calling her the marsh girl I know I feel on her I know it's so like why do kids have to be so mean and then like you think about like Jack having to experience that like obviously we don't know that in the film but like having to experience that getting out of captivity which is kind of sad to think about like people would be thinking of him as like the child of a kidnapper have you ever thought about that? Well, the the grandfather didn't accept him, right? Yeah. That's so sad. His own family. Yeah. Not that Jack would really understand because he didn't really grow up with that anyway, with that concept. Yeah. So I guess to him it was fine. Yeah. And I wonder like how Joy can still put up the energy to like take care of Jack. I think it, well, obviously we wouldn't know because we're not mums, but (laughs) maybe it's just that maternal instinct. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's why she kept him instead of putting him up for adoption. I don't know if she had any choice. I don't think so. I think that she had the baby in that yeah, small room. Yeah, but she could have like asked um, the kidnapper. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, to to like just put him up for adoption or something, or put him down like a baby hatch. You know. Yeah. Those yeah. Oh, and also I wanted to mention a few things because um, I've read both books, but just hasn't she's watched both films though. So they changed a little bit for the film. So Joy is nineteen in the film, so she was already in uni, but in the book she was actually seventeen. Like she hasn't finished high school, or is it the other way around? I, but I feel like in the film she's nineteen. Yeah, I think in the film she was older. She was, I think she was in Serenity House. Yeah, like there's pictures. Was, yeah. yeah. Whereas in the book she was actually a cheerleader. So when she was saved, she went home and she got to look at her books and you know she became emotional. We all know that. But um, yeah, it's a little bit different. And actually, Jack is a lot younger in the book as well. He's five in the book. Was he five in the films too? Wait, I thought I thought he's seven. Wait, oh, he was five in the films too. No. Film. Oh yes, she was kidnapped for seven years, but Jack is five. Get your math straight. Sorry! Oh, you mean my, my math right? Yes. I'm an economist, but I can't do math in my head. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how she graduated with an economics degree. Uh, because I'm a smart cookie. I just need a lot of help. Don't, don't, just don't rub it in. Uh, faces because <laughs> calculators exist I don't understand how people just avoid calculators for their math because I can't I'm I'm not smart in that way talk a little bit about the plot for where the crew that sing is there any like specific scenes where you're emotional or touched by it <laughs> okay so we watched this together and um <laughs> it's like half more than halfway through the film no no about halfway through the film I would look at Jess and I was like are you crying I think it was not even halfway I don't know but for more of the film I think the movie was about two and a half hours no it was just two hours or two hours okay, maybe like the first 45 minutes I was composed and then after the first 45 minutes like I was on the verge of tears the whole entire time 
and it finally just cracked at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I just cried. It doesn't matter. It's okay. I, I didn't want to cry because if I cried, then my eyes would turn glossy and I wouldn't see the whole thing perfectly clear. I think that's a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> And then there's this thing called tissues that you can wipe your tears with. Yeah, I didn't have any tissues at that time. No, you could have asked. If you've never watched Where the Crawdads Sing and you're just like confused by the title, because I know Jazz is still confused by the title. No, She's I'm like, not anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before watching the film, she kept on asking me, why is it Where the Crawdads Sing? I was like, it's a bird. To be fair, I didn't, even after I finished the book, I didn't understand why it's called Where the Crawdads Sing. It's only after I watched the film that I understood it. However, I never mentioned this before, but I am a huge Jeffrey Archer fan. So before I had to leave the UK, she's, she's making a face right now because um, <laughs> I, I tell people there's two love of my life. It's like, it's Jeffrey Archer and Miley Cyrus. Well, I only remember Jeffrey Archer but yes Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus I was about to leave the UK and then I went to a bookstore me being me like a I don't know I'm not really a book nerd but I you're just a nerd excuse me attack oh, I don't look like a nerd though <laughs> sure sure oh my god how dare you attack me on my own podcast this is what we do we banter a lot and then I'm here just like oh, that's that's not nice Jazlyn that's not nice <laughs> uh, I love going to bookstores just because you know like past my time but I was buying a lot of books and then I was buying a Jeffrey Archer book and then the lady the cashier was like are you a Jeffrey Archer fan because I was I, I think I bought like a Jeffrey Archer book the week before and then that week again and then she's like are you a Jeffrey Archer fan and I'm like I love political thrillers like I cannot if I see a book that's like something remotely close to a political thriller I want to read it I don't care and then she's like well it's not a, it was like not politics but it has a similar writing style as Jeffrey Archer have you ever read a Jeffrey Archer book? no I have not yeah she's quite right so it's very simple to understand just Jeffrey Archer's like writing style so she recommended Where the Crawdads Sing and I was like no if I buy that one I'll get another book free basically <laughs> that's how she sold it to me and then I was like okay you gotta get the deals yeah and then actually yeah, I bought V6 which was sorry, one of the most horrible book I've ever read in my life V6? yeah it's about I think a missile that they uh, created during the World War 2 uh, so it's like what based on a true story? Mm, inspired uh, by inspired. real events but like not real story yeah, yeah. one of the worst books I've ever read yeah so read it went home read it in like a few days I think no I did not read it in a few days I read it last year after I came back from like I've been back in Malaysia for like a year read it and um, loved it so that's kind of how I stumbled upon where the crowd is sing and how I stumbled upon room is like not really I don't really honestly do not remember I think I was in college and my mom gave me some money and I was at Kinokuniya so they put in the modern literature what do you think about books so like this like it's modern literature I actually asked one of my teachers about this and I'm like I don't understand what that means but now I understand what it means but then I was just a bit like a bit like dumb to so be like so what does it mean <laughs> it's, it's just like it's just modern books set in contemporary setting yeah like literature is just like what like yeah. books and stuff right so it's like modern books and then classic literature is like classics so I was too dumb to understand I asked my teacher and he's like literally explained that to me but I still couldn't understand it how did you stumble upon room I was in Canada and I think I think one of my roommates suggested it or something yeah because it's based on a Canadian author right so uh, yeah Donahue she's a Canadian author and also set in um, Canada it was yeah. Shutter, yeah in Toronto so Room was a big deal uh, in Canada I think it's definitely like one of my roommates or one of my <laughs> funny friends funny that's the name of the book is Room <laughs> yeah, funny. funny sometimes eh? mm. I tell people I'm not funny sometimes I just laugh just because I feel bad but 
but okay, maybe this is one of those times. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that's how I stumbled upon the movie. Okay. If you were to compare between Room and Where the Crawdads Sing, what do you think about like how they approach being excluded from society? What do you think of how they approached it? Like the author... Can't really say about the author because I haven't read... Oh, like, oh, find the film. <laughs> like, because like, obviously it's based on a book, right? They're basically the same idea of like, they're both being excluded from the whole world. Only a few people actually interact with them. Well, for Room, it's only one person that interacts with them. Yeah. But for Where the Crawdads Sing, it's a few people. But in general, no one really wants to be her friend. Whereas for Joy, she... She had no choice And that's so heartbreaking Oh my god Every time I watch Room I'm like I cry I feel for Jack Yeah I think for Where the Crawdad sings She In a way She didn't have a choice either Yeah Um, Except to be a recluse Because she did try But no one really Bothered uh, Into Integrating her With them Uh, They even mocked her So In a way She didn't She did not have a choice In um, Being isolated Because I don't think Anyone really has a choice Like Being in isolation It's not really Anyone's choice I think as a Human being We're Like our Our Nature Is To be with people With um, Someone I guess And um, Yeah So If they Do become reckless if they do prefer being isolated it's not really by choice but maybe it's because of trauma that they choose to be well say choice and chose and it's kind of uh, <laughs> contradictory isn't it <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, subconsciously they don't really have a choice have a choice yeah. yeah so I think if they deep down they do want to be included it's just how it is sometimes. I think for Kaya as well, if you've ever watched a film, I mean, if you haven't, there's... Um, then, then don't listen to this. Yeah, like, episode. why? Excuse me, but no, maybe you're inspired. Maybe this will inspire you to watch it because you're intrigued. I am the type of person that sometimes I just want to, like, see what's ending is. <laughs> Do that with books too. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why? Because I want to see if it's, a, if it's, like, a good... The thing is, endings never give you context about the film. I've done that a lot. It doesn't give you anything. Like, if you read the last page, it doesn't make you understand the, the book even more. So, in a word, Crawdad saying, I don't know if you remember, if you've watched the film, it's, um, she actually has a choice to get out, but she actually chose not to because social services came in looking for her, um, But remember? again, that's based on trauma and she... Yeah, I guess she did have a choice, but... But, but, but what do you mean, like, based on trauma? Because, like, she was abandoned by literally everyone yeah. that she knows. And to her, the only constant that's been in her life was the marsh. I know! The marsh. So, obviously, Don't she cry. Uh, oh, my God, that scene where she went up that tower with Chase Andrews, and she's like, it's yeah, like... Yeah, and it's like... Never looking at him. Oh. Having a friend all your life, but never really seeing their face. Literally, was the quote from her. Yeah, it was... Why would she abandon her only friend? True. That's been there. You're not wrong. And also, I quite like how you... Uh, uh, if you if you didn't read the book and you've only watched the film, the film itself, like throughout the film, you're already kind of foreshadowing of her kind of actually being the murder. There's tons of foreshadowing. Especially when she was talking about nature. Yeah. Because nature... Death is in a tragedy. It's not, it's not a sin or something like that, right? Okay, yeah, you... Yeah, something like that. It's, it's like, it's not wrong for, like, death. Because, um... Is it praying mantis? Oh, uh, no. No. Fireflies. Fire- I think it's uh, Firefly because it's something about light. They have different lights 
Maybe. Yeah. Um. Like one like beep is just like to attract a male, and I, I don't remember. Maybe it was yes. Because I wasn't. Uh, that was at the dinner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't really remember. Because you were, what crying? I was trying to hold it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Because that nature create inventive ways to survive, and I was like, holy crap. Can this be the reason why like people murder each other? But I was researching about um, serial killers, and um, surprise for you to know that only 10% of crimes in this world, stat, stat that came up by the FBI, I think, only 10% of the crime in the world are actually like sorry, murder deaths are actually committed by people by strangers. So most of the time, they're actually murders by people that you know. Um, so if they, if you end up getting murdered. They're actually your friends and family or an acquaintance and you know some like at some point in your life they're rarely strangers but that's a different podcast um okay so we've talked a little bit about like the the idea the concept behind it um what do you think of the ending for room and where the card is saying do you like how the film's finished i, I know you're gonna say i don't remember room. <laughs> i liked how the <laughs> You gotta, you gotta go on about room because I really okay. That's okay. Don't remember in detail okay. how it ended. Like, oh no, no. She went. They, they went back yeah, to the they room. They went back to the room and finally got closure for their for themselves. Um, I don't know. Was it Jack that wanted to go back or yeah. was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad too. I, yeah, I cried at scene. He, he kind of missed the room, right? Yeah. Um, Maybe he missed the simplicity of it. He's not wrong. The world is very complicated. Yeah. And um, but then when he went back, he's like, oh it's, crap, it's smaller. Right? It's so small. And you also feel like it's smaller because you know, for the first half of the film, that's all that you see. Majority of the film is just that, and you feel like, oh my god, it feels big. At least from through the screen. Yeah. They also um, I think they use like a wider camera to show that that is basically the whole world. Maybe from yeah. Jack's point of view. Yeah. Uh, that's basically. Because his whole world so they wanted to make it look bigger than it actually is yeah. um, but when they went back Jack just realised that it's so small because he's seen the, the bigger world yeah. it's so sad I also cry and he says goodbye to everything yeah <laughs> goodbye chair goodbye chair goodbye I don't know that's a bed or whatever I don't remember eggs eggshells um how about where the cardiac saying I have strong opinions about a lot uh, about one particular thing in the film but um I absolutely hated the fact that they had to include romance in it like not with Chase Andrews is fine but with Tate I was so okay here's the thing I am not a romance gal like I freaking hate not hate I just like I don't like when books or films they kind of like have that romantic element in it when it's not about their relationship like if it's a rom-com it's a rom-com but this uh, with Chase Andrews I totally understand but with Tate like I was like it's so unnecessary it made me hate the book because it was like it's a little bit unnecessary it is it was necessary though Though, because I think they wanted to show that like how strong and powerful the uh, power of love is that she can survive like she can it kind of like motivated her to do more with her life what motivated her to do more with her life is the fact that she had to pay for the back taxes of the house yeah but if but, she didn't have the love and support from Tate she wouldn't have been able to do that Tate wasn't there and Tate how did that but Tate gave her the foundations and the basics of how to do that yeah. Tate helped her um, learn read Right, 
and basically taught her the basic tools that she would need to harness her own intelligence. Yeah. I I, I think it's just like it sucks because the one guy that she has truly ever loved, that's what she says. Oh, I hate that. I hate it when they do romantic stuff in films. This is you're just not a romantic. No, I'm person. not. Ugh. It's it's like life is based on like in my opinion, life is based on love. If you don't love, then you're not truly living. Oh. It's the one person that she ever truly loved, and he just left. And I was so angry at the fact that he just left. But you also gotta understand from his point of view, he thought that he she wasn't going to leave the marsh ever. Like she doesn't want to do anything else. But he has big ambitions. You as a person with big ambitions, big dreams, you should understand that more than anything. <laughs> I understand that, but if I if I was gonna leave someone, I tell them. I'd be honest. But I mean, humans have their own flaws, and he admitted it. Yeah, no. I at least he was man enough to admit it. And I, I don't like the word man. Enough. At least he was brave enough. Yes. To admit it, like what he did was wrong, that kind of thing. However, yeah, she was never gonna leave the marsh. I don't know if Tate ever truly get what he wants to achieve because he finally just went back to love, which is. I, because they, they never really covered it like he got to work at a lab close by what about in the books did they cover that? no it's the same thing like they didn't really talk much about Tate they were I mean to be fair like Kaya she achieved success without leaving the marsh and like, is that something that we can like apply in the real world like we don't really need to do much we need to leave our house and like actually achieve success in a lot of movies I'm not a romance genre kind of mm. fan but this romance in this film felt like it was very uh, spot on like it was not to say necessary but they utilized it well yeah the romance aspect of it yeah they done that well with Tate as well as Chase yeah uh, but then I don't think Kaya ever really liked Chase. Chase no she I think she was she mostly wanted to be with him just for the company of being with a person yeah because she even said like she doesn't know how she feels about Tate but she it's better than being alone yeah something along the lines of that's that. so sad and like Chase was just taking advantage of her like I don't get how Chase kept on saying you like no one really truly loves knows no one really truly knows me except for you Kaya and I'm like what the hell do you mean by that okay I think okay we need to talk about Chase as well because he is a very complex character okay I think he he actually prefers to be with Kaya compared to um Pearl the fiance that he had um, but because he's too scared of getting out from his comfort zone and leaving his family's like safety net uh, leaving all that uh, behind all that he's known um, he's too scared to take the leap with Kaya yeah I think he would have preferred to be with Kaya honestly why did he hurt her? Well, that's uh, another side of him, I guess. Yeah. That's not the loving side of him. That's just the egotistical side of him. I know. And I was... Okay, so I was when I was watching the film, I was like, why are like these strong women always end up with men that are like controlling? If you get what I mean. Like with the mom, the mom's like, you know, she was able to take care of her kids by herself and the husband was abusive. And then Kaya was eventually like... Um, Fell into that scene. Yeah, Tate came back. So, but Kaya instantly was like, 
I don't want you anymore. Is it because like because he left, right? But he came back. I think that they a lot of like this happens in real life too. In my opinion, women like this, like women that like can taking care of themselves, is because um these men just know how to they just know how to talk and win your heart. And then those that like you know people like Tate, like once like these people that like have given promises or fake promises prior to like actual nice guy, uh, you know you like push aside the nice guy it's like oh like they can't promise me anything in films and books in real life like strong independent women always just kind of end up with like controlling men and then they and then bad things happen whether they like you know end up in an abusive relationship or get divorced or whatever um and then they realize like why would i and then they like you know they flourish after that and i think it's because the man knows how to talk basically yeah and chase himself maybe he's like he's too cautious oh he tried to make promise that he knew he could make but yeah. he didn't fulfill it whereas like Tate made the promises but he didn't fulfill it whereas Chase is like I know for a fact I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fulfill my promises yeah. so why even try so I'm just gonna say it and Kaya just like fell into it and just believed that he's gonna marry her sad very sad indeed she just want to believe in something I think yeah I, I completely agree I think we as individuals want to believe in the goodness of people yeah especially for Kaya where she hasn't interacted with a lot of people and the only like other man that she she was in a relationship which was Tate was really good to her so maybe maybe she thought that she she believed that she could get another guy kind of similar to Tate not really him close enough yeah and in room as well it's like joy so she only helped the kidnapper and got into that person's van i think it was ben and i think it was a van in the book i'm not sure in the film it was because he said that he needed help with his dog mm. and she had the you know, kind of her heart she wanted help but yeah ended up being locked in a small shed for seven years of her life it was just so sad let's talk a little bit about the awards um so room and um, they've won so many awards it is it's like one of the best film that came out in 2015 um but notably brie larson actually won best actress um for the golden globe uh Brie Larson actually won Best Actress in a Motion Picture for, by Golden Globe and it actually set her career. Um, that's actually the beginning of her career. And Jacob Tremblay, I don't know if he won. I, you know, if he did, I must have missed it. But he also started his like, you know, that's the beginning of his massive um, acting career right now. However, Where the Crawdads Sing didn't win any, which is a shame. It is such a book talk film that I don't think, um, it's like the menu. So we were talking about the menu in the last episode. It's like the menu, it's like, because they're like TikTok, book talk famous, like they do really get serious recognition um but the song Wait. carolina by taylor swift again another song by taylor swift no, they won like, oh, the so many awards and nominations okay go on room wasn't it based on book as well yeah at that time there was no tiktok back then it's this phenomenon of now of like people consuming or they would watch it like kind of like the barbenheimer phenomenon like people were literally just watching it because it went, went viral went viral on tiktok and instagram and youtube like everyone and anyone was talking about it. i'm not sure i'm not on facebook but i'm assuming it was and you were on you're on x slash twitter so did they talk about barbenheimer uh, uh, obviously <laughs> yeah um it's trending <laughs> yeah but back then room there, there, there was no so, sort of thing of like oh this book talk tiktok film film talk yeah. phenomenon even though they are based on a book but because of the like because the where the credit thing is such like a massive book top has a massive book top following is it really yeah do you know that they actually made the film because of the hype yeah you're not on tiktok that's why yeah and you're you're not in the book talk, book talk realm or the book and movie talk are you on movie talk nope i mean you're not on tiktok but it's like instagram like I, do you get like no i don't even watch reels that much okay <laughs> and i thought i'm the leap gen z but anyway but to the audience it's kind of like it ends with us it's quite similar where 
it's like it has a massive booktok following um tiktok booktube following and then they've now adapted it to a film but um i'm not sure if it's gone it's back on hiatus or like it's back in production i'm not sure but i know no one is happy with the cast that they they have for it ends with us where the cornet sing actually you know what the film is actually it really lived up to the hype the book lived up to the hype it was one of those things that went viral that even like just herself she didn't even know like how viral where the crowd that thing is um, and it still impacted you massively yeah. room um received massive accolades where the card saying even though it has a massive following e- even until today hasn't really won that many awards like when, when it comes to your personal opinion which one should just like get more recognition well i think they both both should get a lot of recognition and i think it is unfair very unfair that the uh, where the crowd at sings did not get any because i don't know to me it's such a it's not a simple movie yeah it makes you it's one of those movies that just resonates within you and you're just like i'm going to cry again <laughs> <laughs> this is okay to just friends whoever's listening to, to all of you that says that she's not a softie she is a massive softie like she's just like crying only when it comes to certain things there are certain things that kind of just hits the spot for me and then i can just go on a crying spree for like hours on end but anyway uh where the crowd that sings there's so many aspects of it there's so many perspectives that you can dive into yeah uh, so many character development mm. mainly from the main three which are Kaya Tate and Chase mm. actually Chase he I doesn't have yeah. even have character development he just went downhill true 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 yeah there's just so many things about it to talk about and so many things to ponder about like death is just part of life and just part of nature and if there's no death then it's not really a life that's deep oh my god i hate existential crisis so <laughs> i love existential let's not let's yeah. not let's <laughs> not for some reason films that wear the card at same it's like it's like a book talk film no one wants to give awards to it but then they've won the hearts of millions talking about millions so in box office sales room keep in mind it came out in 2015 the budget was 13 million the box office sales was 36.3 million that's only double sorry oh 13 yeah 13 oh, okay. yeah and then where the card is saying it had a budget of 24 million whereas the box office sales was 144.3 million wow yeah it made it was better yeah it made way more than room and again it goes back to the fact that it has a massive hype but i don't think it has a that much of a following in malaysia in particular because i remember in the uk like everyone was buying and watching yeah no i um, i went to work and then i uh, so my coworker harish i like to talk a lot of my existential crisis to him so i asked him uh, if he's seen this movie where the crowd that sings and he was like no but i've always wanted to watch it and i've asked like a few other people as well if they've seen this movie uh it's either they would say they don't know about the movie they've never heard about the movie um or they have they have heard about it, the movie and wants to watch it but just haven't gotten like that push to watch it right uh, yet i don't know there seems to be like a certain like barrier I don't know what it is but maybe it's just not promoted enough. Yeah. That's the issue that we had actually when we were talking about the menu too. Mm. Cuz I wanted to go watch it with you and you were like what the hell is the menu? Um it's like the menu they didn't really had much promotion and all of a sudden like it blew up on TikTok. 
on Instagram. Well, not really Instagram, but mostly TikTok. We're not on TikTok, so we don't know. But yeah, I mean, a lot of TikTok content ends up in on Instagram anyway. If you had to choose the two films, which one would you choose? Kind of on the fence about it, but I think I would choose Where the Claudette Sings because of um, there's also a mystery to it. Yeah. Of trying to solve who actually did the murder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh, because w- with the with the room, you don't have that kind of mystery. It's basically pretty straightforward. Yeah. It's just them telling a story about um, how uh, how they lived in um, isolation and how they're coping with it. But with the crowd that sings, there's uh, while you're watching the movie, you you're also trying to figure out who could have done this. Yeah. So I like that like who done it kind of um, aspect of it. Now, I mean, before watching and reading where the correct thing because I said that if I would always go back to watch Room just for the emotions I would I think now I would like go back to where the card sing just for the emotions just want to cry yeah. like if I'm if I'm going through a bad time I'm just gonna like you know sometimes it's hard for me to cry so I just wanna I, I just like I need to put something or listen to something that makes me cry I would now put where the card sing however I would still watch Room just because I think Brie Larson did a good job acting in that as well as Jacob Tremblay like I appreciate good acting above everything else yeah for him to uh, be able to act that well at that age is very impressive I know it's crazy I I think it was like what only seven he actually came out with the animated film recently with his voice he was also in uh, Justin Bieber's music video (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lonely Really? Yeah, he's, what? He's um he's actually young Justin Bieber. Okay, I need to watch this. You know what Lonely is about, right? It's about Justin Bieber singing about um Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. No, that's all I know. That's, that's Akon. That's not Justin Bieber. I know. Um Jackie Tremley was flounder in the latest live action Little Mermaid. Uh anyway, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um this was Jess. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and she will most probably come back again because I don't have a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and I like talking about movies and we talk about movies all the time. Anyway. We do. So this is that. It's basically like one of our regular conversations conversation. with Mama or something. Yeah, <laughs> that is it for us. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week.